Welcome to Radio Free Culture from WFMU, where we examine issues at the intersection of digital media and the arts. My name is Cheyenne Homan, and in this episode, we'll be talking with Adam Green, one of the people behind the Public Domain Review site, which compiles and presents highlights from collections of digitized public domain works. Do you'd like to tell us your name and what you do? Uh, my name is Adam Green, and I am editor of the Public Domain Review. And what is the Public Domain Review? <laughs> the Public Domain Review is a, an online journal stroke curation project, basically dedicated to kind of highlighting, uh, bringing attention to kind of interesting things in the public domain. Um, every two weeks we have an essay, and we also uh, have different collection areas, uh, images, texts, film and audio. We kind of handpick from different, various different online archives, kind of interesting material. How long has it been around? It has been going now just over, we just had our fourth birthday last month. Yeah, the Free Music Archive is only slightly older than Public Domain Review then. <laughs> um, yeah, we share a lot of your stuff online. We love it. Um, how do your curators work? Like, how do people find what they find for the Public Domain Review? It is basically just mainly a kind of process of like deep immersion in these different archives. Like, just, like the Internet Archive, for example, is one of the, the biggest sort of resources for us. A lot, a lot of it will be kind of by accident. We'll be search, I'll be searching for something else, uh, maybe to do with an article or something, and then something else will, I'll see it on the book that looks interesting. And uh, yeah, we'll kind of go from there, just kind of getting the divining rod out. And, yeah, <laughs> is open, and maybe like so. That's that's one way, and then the other way is lots of blogs out there, um, Twitter feeds, which kind of link to interesting stuff. So that can often be a good uh, jumping-off point for like discovering uh, material, explore it that way. But what's great recently is we've had lots of we have lots of submissions now, which is really brilliant because that also like opens it up to lots of topics and subjects which I, I haven't never heard of. And, another way yeah so do people often approach you to write articles or to submit works or do you sort of have a team that does that it's a mixture it's it's more and more submissions coming in which is yeah as i said really really great but yeah i think i guess now it's about 50 50 so yeah if anyone write in please if you have <laughs> some interesting ideas do you have any affiliations as the public domain review with other organizations or are you a standalone organization the project is kind of embedded within uh, this larger project called the o called Open Knowledge, which is um, is a UK UK based organisation which um, basically promotes open access to knowledge in lots of different fields. Um, yeah, and they were very they were really helpful, especially at the beginning, like um, helping us. I mean, they didn't fund us ourselves, but they helped us get initial seed funding for the project. What are some of your favourite things on the Public Domain Reviews site? Oh, good question. Uh, in terms of the essays, like some of my favourites are. Okay, there's a there's a really great essay on laughing gas on how um, the very early history of laughing gas, uh, nitrous oxide. How um, it was this scientist called Humphrey Davy, who um, yeah did these kind of crazy auto experiments uh, where he'd like lock himself up in a 
this kind of custom-made box and just pump it full of uh, nitrous oxide and basically just record what happened to him. <laughs> very, very amazing. It's really, yeah, Mike, Mike J um, wrote a really good essay on that. Wow. Which is one of my favourite essays. And I guess in the collections there was so much stuff. Sure. Well, what are some highlights or things that you've recently been really impressed by or excited about? So one of the most exciting ones I came across was, I think it must be from a few years ago now, was um, Robert Louis Stevenson, the author of Treasure Island and lots of other great books. His mother kept a thing called a baby book, which basically like records, recorded the kind of interesting things that he'd said in the first few years of his life. And there's some, yeah, really amazing little quotes in there of like what a kind of toddler Robert Louis Stevenson was saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, if I remember one of them was something like, yeah, he, he said, I've drawn the body now, shall I draw the soul? <laughs> He's drawing a picture of the person, I really like that. So yeah, that, like things like that are really exciting to find when, you know, something about a figure that's quite well known, but it's something rare, like an odd angle on that yeah yeah exciting to find that yeah where was that from but I found that in the internet archive yeah just it's just I think I was searching for Robert Louis Stevenson I think it was his birthday or something and I was like oh I should get something I should maybe post something on him because I like him and then yeah I just found it in the internet archive yeah so what do you tell people who are trying to find things like is it do you have a philosophy or is it just like dig 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 I guess just follow follow leads and um, depends really what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. like, I guess knowing what resources are out there is very important. So we have actually a section on our site is publicdomainreview.org slash sources and that actually lists all the sources that we use. It's got Internet Archive in there, Wikimedia Commons, all the kind of general aggregators, Flickr Commons, but also all the, all the institutions which have kind of search portals of their own. Uh, in there so there's some good good leads there and yeah I guess just patience and uh, you've got to kind of learn to filter you just you learn I guess to kind of spot the gems when they appear yeah and the one slightly frustrating thing about those a lot of those institutions that have uploaded stuff to Internet Archive is that the licensing can be quite ambiguous sometimes definitely so I think the Internet Archive, to kind of cover them, like, you know, understandably, to cover themselves, they've, they have a default kind of non-commercial license, which I wish they would change, but, you know, <laughs> but I guess it's understandable. Um, and a lot of institutions, I don't think, really understand that. They think that they're putting stuff up for free, free from restrictions, and it's actually not technically. Mm. And that can be quite frustrating because there's some amazing stuff and it's, yeah, you know, I'm not sure whether to put it up or not because, because of those the lack of kind of clear licensing on it. The thing I've really realised over the years is that there's, there's very clearly two uh, layers of the copyright. And there's the copyright on the actual work itself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it'd be some book from 18th century kind of manual on gardening or something, I don't know. <laughs> it's like that person's long dead. And in you know, every, every public domain law around the world that is in public domain. But the scans of the books, which might have some very interesting pictures, et cetera, et cetera, the scans of those pages, that's a little bit more ambiguous. Especially in the English law, they can quite easily claim copyright on those scans. 
Yeah, that's similar to someone who's performing a public domain work, like a classical piece of music that Mm. the notation is in the public domain, of course, because it's been around for hundreds of years. But the person making the recording can claim copyright on their performance of the work. Yeah. I understand it a little bit more for that. Yeah. It might give it some, you know, special something, but... A scan is quite frustrating when it's like, this is just a scan, guys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel there is a kind of, there's a shift happening. More and more big institutions are opening up the digital reproductions of their public domain works. They're opening up the licensing, and it's really great to see. Yeah, I think that Creative Commons has helped push that in that direction, too, as they become more well-known. Yeah, and it's, it's really helpful to that. Creative Commons are an amazing organisation. And to have that legal framework there is really important. It helps people make that leap. Yeah. So you recently, or Public Domain Review recently put out a book. Uh, do you want to talk about the book that you released? Yeah, it is um, it's a selection of essays from our first three years. So 2011, 2012, 2013. And there are 34 essays in total. Yeah, it's a big book, <laughs> big hefty book, and yeah, it was very exciting to, very exciting to bring it out because I've kind of fantasized for a long time about the idea of, you know, creating an actual object, a book, doing, you know, posting stuff on the internet is great, but um, there's something special about a book, so it was really great to offer that to to people. It's on the website. How did you get started doing the public domain review? Like, why were you drawn to public domain works and sharing them with people? First started, I was I was uh, very much into like making collages, and um, I used to use a lot of these archives, like Internet Archive, Wikimedia Commons, Flickr Commons. It's a lot. Of, I used to use a lot of them for finding uh, images that were freely available, like I could reuse without restrictions. And I was just finding some like amazingly weird and incredible things, and I started a little blog. Uh, me and the, uh, the co-founder Jonathan Gray just putting some of this most interesting stuff up and Jonathan was uh, or still is um, involved with Open Knowledge the foundation that kind of took us on and he had some he was writing some grant proposal at the time to do with the public domain and he's like we can work this in to make it into a proper project if you want so he did and that's how it was born what to you is the most important thing about promoting works in the public domain and sharing them? A lot of it is about discovery and exploration and the simple fact that there is all this incredible material out there, which, you know, used to be before the age of digitization and the internet, used to be um, just kind of locked away in these libraries. and You'd normally have to have some special reason or purpose to discover them, you know? Um, but now with the internet, it's just it's totally opened out and it's, there's so much incredible stuff out there that, to discover. And I guess, yeah, a lot of it is, the joy is about just sharing that. And so I guess the more interesting it seems and, and the more kind of is revealed about it, the, all the great stuff inside it, that, um, yeah, the hope is that it will help people realise its value and its benefit, that it's important to protect and yeah, preserve it as a, as, a, as a valuable resource. I think that the public domain review is a really well-curated and appealing way to present a lot of the materials. Uh, 
So I'm really happy that it exists. I think it's a really great resource. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy it exists too. <laughs> what does the future hold for the public domain review? Um, more, more of the, the books is one aspect which I'd really love to explore more. I mean, the essay collection, the yearly essay collections. But yeah, just, uh, there's, a, there's a plan with um, this new project called the PDR Press, a kind of spin-off project, to make um, interesting little bookworks uh, using the public domain as a kind of jumping-off point. We're also thinking about a kind of remix part of the site to more kind of celebrate and highlight artists directly working with the public domain. Well, cool. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to add or maybe um, talk about how people can get involved in the public domain review if they'd like to suggest or submit works? Yeah, definitely. Um, we have a kind of submissions part of the site. Uh, yeah, and just in general, just get in touch if you have ideas for collaboration. So yeah, if you go to publicdomainreview.org slash subscribe, you can subscribe to our newsletter. And that's a really great way of keeping up to date with the latest content. Every two weeks we do a kind of digest of the latest content and coincides with the new essay coming out. Thank you so much for inviting me on. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Radio Free Culture is produced by WFMU and the Free Music Archive and is supported in part by a grant from the National Endowment for the Arts. Our theme song this week is The Spider-Man's Nano Loop by Uncle Bibby and can be found at freemusicarchive.org. For more information about the public domain, or to browse some of its highlights, please visit publicdomainreview.org.